This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Cross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we will give our contest picks for Week 14 of the NFL slate. But first, let's get to the NBA in-season tournament. It's the semifinals happening in Vegas, and we've got two games to talk about. We will begin with the Pacers and the Bucks. Milwaukee, five-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of, get this, 257-and-a-half. And this total has been climbing. That is remarkable. So, Joe, does that mean we got to go over and expect each team to get maybe at least 130 in a game like this? Well, I kind of understand after uh, after looking at some numbers why why we're at this point. But, you know, we talked a lot about the Pacers futures before this thing started. And, you know, it's obviously been a huge success. It has been. and to ca- to cash or not to cash a future in the very early stage of the season, I think is a is a very cool thing. So I'm what P- Pacers were a popular pick, which made me concerned about before the in season tournament uh, started because there was value there and there was a path with the group that that they were in. In correct me if I'm wrong, Paul, because because you were the one that was saying Pacers are a good bet. Pacers are a good bet, but you made that bet because you thought they could get here. Right. Like that, that was the whole idea. It was getting out of the group and then, okay, they could advance then. Now, now we're in the semis here because you thought they could get here, not necessarily like whatever the matchup is. I think that the Pacers can take any team down. Right. Uh, not entirely. I, uh, no. I thought they would dodge one of the Celtics or the Bucks. And frankly, yeah. I wanted to dodge the Celtics more, be just the way things were setting up because I think it was already a game in when I bet it. Um, and I thought, so yeah, with the, the way they were shaking out winner from each group, et cetera. And then one wild card, I thought they could dodge one of the two. And frankly, the way the bucks early season defense has been an absolute mess. I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I got a 50, 50 shot in a shootout. If it comes down to them and the bucks in a situation like this. Now, I guess the numbers are saying it's not a 50, 50 shot, but they can score with anyone. Um, so honestly, the Celtics are the one I was more worried about, but I also think there is something to be said, and I don't know how you quantify this, but like Carlisle knows this team is not doing anything in the playoffs. Like this is their chance to win something and, you know, yeah. build off something for next year. Bucks have been there. Celtics have been there. That's not to say the Celtics didn't give their best shots. Not to say they're going to get the Bucks best shot tonight, but at a certain point, I don't know. There's just like, and there's 500 K on the line per player. I like, Wow, they already got one hundred. Like the buck, they already got a hundred right. for Bucks, making the semis. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But the Bucks are here, like so. They're not like 
again, I don't know how to quantify. Like, it's not like they're like, oh, well, whatever. We made it here. But I do think there's something to be said for like that. Like the Pacers have a chance to win something. Um, and they, like I said, yeah. the, the scoring, they got to be hot tonight is what it comes down to. But the Bucks defense is going to give them that shot. Mm-hmm. And there are some stars. I mean, Dame, 25-plus points. Giannis, 25-plus points. Halliburton. I mean, I was thinking about parlaying that, all three of those guys, because with a total this high, the stars are going to have to show up in this game. This might be a prop situation. I like the Bucks when it was three and a half, but now that it's five and a half, I don't know. I just think there's props that I'm more interested in compared to the side. Cause I do think the, that Giannis and the Bucks have had a disappointing season. I still think they have a lot to play for. And I think the stars, especially since they have Dame now will show up in a big situation. I see the case for like, this might mean more to the Pacers, but I still think the Bucks have a lot to prove in their own right. Mm-hmm. The other agree with that. part of it. Yeah, real just real quick, Ed. They did play once already this season. Yeah. Pacers snuck by mm-hmm. the Bucks 126-124. So it was that kind of shootout yeah. game. Here's what's a little concerning. Like, I would love this if this happened tonight. And maybe this is where the Bucks maybe roll over a little bit. If the first quarter goes the same way and it's 38-24 Pacers, like it was back in early October. Like, I wonder yeah. if that's where like the Bucks. It's kind of like, ah, all right. Like, they're not going to give up, but, like, maybe you don't get that counterpunch as much. At least that's my hope. Look, Giannis scored 54 in that game last time. I you know. have a better well, you know why? That? And you know why? Yeah, because they got – Because of the front right, court. They no because they're soft yeah, inside. Right, they got no one to match And he, he's going to yeah. do that again tonight. It doesn't mean Milwaukee's sure. going to win, but, I mean, that's that, that was my first look for this game. It's like Giannis props. I know 33 and a half is a really high number. I still think he's going over that number. I was considering rebounds, but, you know, it just might be him scoring all day. The reliability aspect is where I would agree with you. And, Paul, I want to push back on on one thing that you said about Pacers' outlook going forward. I think Indiana is this year's Sacramento Kings. Out of nowhere, Hmm. Offense is phenomenal. Defense, big question mark. Running it up and down the floor. I think the Pacers are this year's kings. And what that tells me is, okay, yes, they're going to perhaps be a little bit more motivated for a game like this. Fine. But I also think that they're in the Eastern Conference and they probably are better equipped to make a deeper run than, say, Sacramento did a season ago. But you look at the offensive numbers for the Pacers. I mean, they're ridiculous. Uh, The Ringer pointed out Mm -hmm. that Indiana is generating 9.22 more points per 100 possessions than the current league average. That is the second highest gap in nearly 25 years. And that's kind of what the Kings did last year, right? Like, you know, it was all these phenomenal offensive efficiency metrics basically pointing to this being a really, really tough out in the playoffs. Just question is what was the matchup? And unfortunately for them, they got perhaps the worst possible matchup they could have, at least when it came to round one, I don't see Milwaukee slowing that down. The transition game for the Pacers is phenomenal. Third in the NBA in effective field goal rate at 64% in transition How does Milwaukee Mm -hmm. slow that down when we already have a lot of questions about the defense? So definitely going over makes a good bit of sense to me. Um, But at the same time, you know, can Milwaukee keep up if they're just constantly feeding to Giannis down low? 
I almost feel like at some point they do need to have effective three-point shooting to stay in a game like this. So ultimately, I think I'm going to take the points. Okay. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. Um, Yeah, I mean, pace-wise, Indiana 1, Milwaukee 5. Offensive efficiency, these two offenses are number 1 and number 2. The way it went last time, you can see why the total is so high. But even in that 126-124 game, it's like, Still the under. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still didn't get to right. that that number that we have here. Two fifty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and and both sure. of these teams just the the over rate is just crazy. Pacers sixteen and three to the over this year, eighty four percent, and then Milwaukee's up there too, fourteen and seven to the over so far. It's and it's interesting because the other game is kind of the opposite with those teams than this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, but I like some props. I was looking. So in that game that Paul was talking about back on November 9th, where the Pacers beat the Bucks by two points about a month ago, Halliburton had 29 points and 10 assists. His prop for a double-double, minus 350. So obviously yeah. you would have to parlay <clears throat> it with something. But if you look at points and assists, it's 40 and a half, and it's like minus 110. And it's like, that's basically what he did. And that's obviously a double-double too. So it's, I think maybe looking at his points and assists could be a way to go. The PRA seemed very sharp. Um, Just points is 28 and a half. But I think Halliburton has a big game. I mean, he has to, right? Do do, do you guys think five and a half? Yeah. Do you think five and a half's a peak? (sighs) Could it go more? (sighs) I think it's it not is. going the other I mean, way, right? Nope. No, I mean, they're going the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, if I didn't, if I wasn't already invested, I'd be on the Pacers plus five and a half, really, regardless of futures ticket, everything else. Now, again, this court sort of shootout type game, I mean, it could be 10, 15 points either way by the end of the game. Um, so maybe honestly, actually bringing that up, if you're going to pay the, play the Pacers with the points, are you better off just playing the money line? Like, cause it could be a blowout or win just with the, oh. the variance of plus one sixty five game. Yeah, that's frisky. Kind of like it. Like, I'm not gonna mm. double down, but I don't think I can. I I I don't think so. Like, I I get I get the argument that it is a higher scoring game. Uh, so then you know these are just small chunks we're talking about instead of mm-hmm. you know something different. Maybe it's just intuition, if nothing else, but I don't think I can pull that trigger. Like, I, I could definitely see this, you know, despite it being back and forth, somehow finding its way to being a one-possession game. Like, I, I I think the way you get to five and a half is if there's a lot of fouling at the end, and then things get kind of tricky there as far as, okay, when do you, you know, let your guard down? And, and maybe that's the, the point of conversation. Like, a college basketball game, like, at what point do you surrender? Like, does the surrender mark happen a little later because this is a semifinal game for the tournament? Maybe that's the mm-hmm. methodology to think about. Interesting note on that. Bucks are bottom 10 free throw mm-hmm. shooting team if it gets to that point. That matters. Again, that's that's more like analyzing it like a college game. But, mm-hmm. so. but hey, look, it's single elimination, right? Like, treat it like an NCAA tournament game. Like, if the Pacers care that much, I, I think that's a perfectly appropriate comp. I, I would certainly do that. I'm fine with that. 
How about we move on now to the Pelicans and the Lakers, uh, the nightcap, so to speak. Lakers, two and a half point favorites here. Lower total, as Aaron hinted at, of 231 and a half. Joe, how are you playing it? Yeah, I, I've been going back and forth on this one. Honestly, I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to play it. But yeah, both have been more under teams. Uh, so th- that is why you have a discrepancy of 25 points between the two games. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not quite sure. It's two and a half enough for me to, to to take the dog probably not i've i view this as a, as a coin flip every which way so i i'm more interested in the first game but the uh, but the second game not as much i don't see it really a betting angle that i love hmm. uh, so both of these team, teams are ranked top 10 defensively so i think it's going to be a slower pace you know, playoff type game like we see. So I looked at first half under, especially if you think, you know, maybe they're figuring each other out. We get off to a slow defensive start. It was um, 112 and a half. But then I went all first half under 111 and a half under is even money at BetMGM. So I thought that was a pretty good play. Both of these teams have been playing unders quite a bit. Uh, if you look yep. at the trend so uh I, I just am looking at a first half under here i think it'll be slow big defensive game here not gonna bet aside don't have much on the props i'm sure ad will have a big game maybe look at a double double or parlay it with some of the other guys in the other game but that's what i'm playing how much of that do you think aaron is because LeBron James does all of his magic in say the fourth quarter and near the end of the third quarter. Like, I wonder if that's who he is now for the Lakers, maybe even for the rest of his career that LeBron time is late in games. His first half, he's more sort of figuring out, you know, what the defense is trying to do against him, maybe having them wear down a little bit more before he can take things over. I wonder if just first half under for Lakers games in general might be a trend that we'll be talking about that's a good point or if you're live betting his props you could just wait and if it's close to what his stat line currently is then it's like well the chances of him going over this number in the second half pretty good right now you could look at that too Mm -hmm. for sure joe you mentioned you don't have a side on this right now but it has moved from two to two and a half if this gets to three or four for whatever reason would you pull the trigger then? Um, yeah, the frontline matchup's going to be really interesting in this one. I mm-hmm. no, probably not. No, I understand mm-hmm. why it's going up. So I, I would probably go Lakers, and now it feels like now we're, now we're dealing with a couple of possessions here that add a. No, I just I don't think I'm going to play it. I don't think so. And I, I understand the, the underlook, okay. especially with the game that, that actually has something on the line for a lot of players. Now, the starters in both mm-hmm. sides in this game, like they're all rich dudes. It's really for the guys on the bench, which I find interesting. <laughs> you know, just just tonight, it's just strange where you can say with this setup, it's a $100,000 game for everybody out there because the second place gets two hundred k and a potentially a $400,000 game for everybody out there. So I'm really curious to see the kind of effort that we get versus most games in November, December. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I also think LeBron will be motivated. He's going to want to be the MVP and win this and be cemented in history. The first year of the play-in tournament. It's all about it's another LeBron. thing. Yeah. I, I mean, look, Michael Jordan does not have an in-season tournament MVP, right? So if we are comparing <laughs> right, resumes, this matters a great deal. Long live does, King. Long does live. an in-season tournament MVP make up for the finals losses? Maybe. Yeah, that'll shut people down. Yeah, there's an equivalency argument. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our contest picks for Week 14 right here on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to our Week 14 contest picks in just a bit. But first, a little bit of news I wanted to ask you guys about. Uh, Duke football finalizing a deal to make Penn State defensive coordinator Manny Diaz its next head coach. Uh, that's per <laughs> Ross Dellinger from Yahoo Sports. And yeah, so what? But here's my question to you guys. When it comes to coaching changes and betting on bowl games, how much do we care? Duke has football. They beat Clemson. Uh, so so yeah, I, 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 assume, I assume he, <laughs> I assume he's not coming in though for this, right? Because that's what usually usually happens. they don't. Yeah, usually yeah. they don't. Um, Sonny Dykes did for SMU back in the day, and they lost their bowl game by sixty because they had uh, basically some graduate Jeez. assistant calling the plays. But yeah, nice, nice way to start that era. These schools don't even care about bowl games anymore. It's clear. Like, yeah, we'll take the paycheck. We don't care about this. Just the way it's being treated. I guess it depends on where where your players sit. Are your players interested in putting something on tape? Is your are your players trying out for a spot with the new coach? Like, I think every situation yeah. is just so different. Mm-hmm. You would think you'd want to put on a show for your new head coach and you would whether think. you're going to be there yeah. or not. Yeah. You wouldn't want mm -hmm. to just be like, yeah, whatever. So I think it matters. Cause okay. you know, he's going to be no, there evaluating fair. the game. Yeah. Like if it, there are top end like, coaches yeah, yeah. leaving, mm -hmm. if there's top end coaches leaving. then that's a situation where they, Oh, that's a significant downgrade. Like we were trying to figure out what the downgrade was for Michigan all year with Harbaugh. Well, he's there during the week, but he's not on the sideline during during the actual game. Is that a downgrade? How much is it? We're not quite sure, but it, is it a coach leaving or do you have a new coach because you're replacing a poor coach too? Like, I don't mm -hmm. think there's any, any sweeping answer. That That's fair. And I think also like maybe I'm just in the Deion Sanders mindset where somebody new comes in and they want only their own players. They are not even entertaining who was already there. Now, Colorado is a different situation. They had one win, certainly not playing a bowl game. Uh, but I do wonder how much of that matters or say you're looking at quality or handicapping that like for Duke, for instance. OK, you know, lose a big name, you're bringing in someone else maybe you get equivalent talent and then they can audition like you're talking about Aaron. So case by case mm -hmm. basis, but a lot of work you have to do to kind of ultimately reach some conclusion, not an overall trend that you're looking for, for sure. Co Coach uh, Prime speaking staying, of college football. He's staying there, right? Uh, it, or is somebody going to pay him? Oh boy. Who though? Like who, like yeah. what's available? Like what jobs I think are he'll out stay. there? Like this. I think he'll stay. Yeah. Did you see I, I that he and uh, Tracy Edmonds called off the engagement? I did. Mm -hmm. I did see that. 
Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about I that? I noticed who, she who was made that call. <laughs> so I follow her on Instagram. I was like, why is she never with him? And she's posting so many videos like at home. I started to wonder, but I didn't think too much of it. I'm guessing they're just two people going in two different of, directions, but I, weren't they together like 10 years or something? I was going to say like 11 years, 10 years, like to run its course. Tense. No, if you're engaged for a long time. <laughs> oh, oh, I got you. Said this. So like, we haven't set a date in a decade. Like there's probably never going to be a date set. Right. <laughs> I can, we can move on. Yeah. Yeah. What's the threshold there? Like, at what point is there not going to be a date? Like, how many years have to pass by for engagement? Like, I think I think about that. Like, how my wife would have been after a year. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine a decade. It's crazy. It is a bit much. Not to mention. So you got you get the ring to like okay back off. And then the plan is never just to keep dragging it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, awful. Yeah, Not right. to mention the life of a college football coach. I can't imagine right. like you, mm-hmm. your, their lives probably drastically changed. He went from pretty much retirement to now he's working 24 seven. It's probably not yeah. what she thought. I could see fights breaking out like, Hey, I don't know if I signed up for this. I mean, might not mm-hmm. be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. You're on a that, rec- phone with a recruit you. or your side piece. Yeah. yeah like, no. <laughs> <laughs> just Who are recruit you texting? number one in the phone. It's just like always. Yeah. Recruit number one. Oh yeah. Oh, who's that number? Just, you know, top yeah, recruit. Right. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry why, about Why'd you give him five stars? Time. Huh? Hey, why are you checking on my phone? Who, what was the Pull draft? CD Wait. lamb. Yeah. That was CD lamb. That was him. God. Yeah, right. Oh, that's give that's me it. that phone. Or was that Tyreek Hill? <laughs> no, it was more it was recent. CD I, think. Lamb. I think it was CD. Okay. It was the Tyreek yeah. Hill who uh thing where like a photographer was a part of that and then photographer got banned? I, I know this that. exists. Okay. I don't know about anyway. this one. Cool story, bro. Uh, speaking of college football, <laughs> we got to let everybody know about the college football bowl pick'em challenge, right? I love that. Existing BetMGM sportsbook account holders, BetMGM giving our online sportsbook customers the opportunity to win a grand prize of twenty-five thousand dollars in predicting the most college football bowl games against the spread correctly out of the eligible users. To do so, log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Go to the Promotions tab on your BetMGM Sports account to access the BetMGM College Football Bowl Pick'em Challenge. Complete and submit the BetMGM College Football Bowl Pick'em Challenge entry. One entry per customer permitted. Customers do not need to make all selections at once. Selections on games can be made up until the kickoff for each game. Customers will have the opportunity to win up to $25,000 if they predict the most college football bowl games against the spread correctly out of the eligible users. Please make sure to check that out. An exciting contest, an exciting opportunity, especially for the holiday season where we all need a couple of extra bucks. All right, super contest, week 14 in the NFL. Joe, which sides do you like? Okay, uh, this was tough because there are so many that I like. It was hard to get to five. So we'll see if uh, they stay the same once we get uh, to the weekend. But uh, here's where I'm starting. Here's one I love. And I was happy we got the hook on this one. I love Chicago plus three and a half against Detroit. So I get to fade Jared Goff 
in these oh. conditions. I've seen this man play in Chicago. What? <laughs> play in the Chicago. lion stuff. The lion stuff. <laughs> so I get to fade the lion stuff. I get to fade Jared Goff in the wind and the cold, and I've seen him quiver in that. Oh man, and and the Bears are playing better. They're they're coming off the bye. Like there was one Sunday night game when he was still with the Rams. Like he was visibly shaking. Like he was so scared. I don't know if it was more weather or more Bears defense that night in Khalil Mack, but uh, yeah, domination. Give me the Bears plus the hook. Come on, plus three and a half. I love that one. Uh, so that's my first one. Uh, another one I like. I'll take the point with Cincinnati. Cincinnati's going to win. They're at their home underdog to the Indianapolis Colts. Like I respect everything that Steichen's doing and they're finding ways to win games. And, you know, they have the easiest schedule ever created by man, but uh, I'll take Browning. I'll say this can carry over for another week. I'm fine with that. Plus one, he'll, he'll find ways to get it to chase and get it to Higgins Higgins, who he did not get involved too much the other night. So like that um, big debate on the Eagles, what we saw on Sunday, is that closer to reality or is that just the worst spot ever with all the defensive snaps and the tough schedule that they've played since we're getting the hook, I will take Philly plus three and a half at Dallas. I I lean more that that was just a horrendous spot against San Francisco and San Francisco was my favorite NFL play of the week. And that did not surprise me what occurred, but the Eagles are going to, going to bounce back. Don't know if they win, but they're going to be in that ball game. Give me Philly plus three and a half. Jordan Love is a uh, really a touchdown favorite on the road already. Like we've gone that far. We went from he ain't the guy. Oh, it's great to see the Packers struggle. They're not going to get a court. It's, life isn't that easy for Jordan Love. Uh, you, you see why they didn't want to give him that contract to now. Oh my God, he's elite. Like I'm hearing people suggest that he might be top five top 10 right now i'm like okay okay we're going a little bit too far give me tommy devito plus six and a half at home in one of two monday night games and the other the the last one probably the least confidence of this group of five but i think they're going to win the game it's just tough to go against Mahomes off a bye but i'm going to do it here uh super contest put this line at one and a half so i'm going to take buffalo plus one and a half against kansas city so chicago cincinnati philly New York Giants and Buffalo. And I'm now realizing I just said five underdogs. Lovely. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I see a plus everywhere. You have all five dogs wow. and you said it was a trend with all of these favorites winning. So at better least be. you are consistent. Yeah, yeah right. it better be. There are yeah. a couple of favorites that I like. Hopefully the I just, trend ends yeah. this week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, hopefully. Right. There, there are a couple that I like, but not not love on the favorite side, and they are large point spreads. Go ahead, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to start with tonight. The Steelers rank near the bottom of the NFL in points per game. It's pretty ugly, but the Patriots are just much worse. I, I just can't back them in any way, and I'm going to give the edge to Mike Tullum, Tomlin and the Steelers' defense, so Steelers minus six. The Texans stuff. Yeah, there's no way I'm betting on the Jets. I like the Texans. We get minus three and a half, right? 
Is that yeah? That's sure what we do. Got in the contest. Yes. So yeah, Texas CJ Stroud is having a season. I know there's a long list, but also if there is weather, I don't think any running backs for the Texans are on the injury list. The Jets have scored four offensive touchdowns in the last 88 drives. So I just they're going to have to rely on their defense. And against this gunslinging Texans team, I think it's going to be a problem. Got to mix in a dog for the people. Rams <laughs> plus seven at the Ravens. <laughs> All right. That was corny. I have to admit. No, I think I like this is it. an interesting situation for, for the Ravens. They had a bye last week. But you look at the numbers for Harbaugh coming off a bye, 9-7 and seven ATS. That doesn't really help me make a decision here. The Rams have been sneaky good. Now, I get the Ravens are trying to get the number one seed in the AFC, and they do have a chance now because the Chiefs lost last week. But I really think the Rams and Matthew Stafford are playing well. They can get Kyron Williams going. I think they can cover this big number. So Rams plus seven. Niners minus 10 and a half. I mean, does anyone really want to play San Francisco right now? I don't think they do. I know this is a big number, but listen, the Niners beat the Seahawks by 18 points on Thanksgiving. That wasn't that long ago. So I think the 10 and a half will be just fine. And then finally, Joe going against you on this one, Chiefs minus mm. one and a half. I just think at home, they don't normally lose two games in a row. I think this is a good spot for the Chiefs to bounce back, even if Patrick Mahomes has a banged up peck. (laughs) 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 I don't want to hear that again. I didn't say pecker. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Pecker is. That's a good one. It's very underused. I could go all day. kind of doctor to see for that. I'll say, I don't want to see that injury report. I know that much. Neither does uh, Brittany. Two minute drill for me. From... <laughs> all right, my picks. We'll start with the Buccaneers plus one divisional game. Two non-standout offenses. Anything can happen. <laughs> Having that point's going to help me. Also mentioned this on Let's Be Sharper. I do think that the Buccaneers can disguise the pre-snap looks to where they will execute something differently. Atlanta will not be prepared for that. Uh, and also the Falcons are still capable of duds, right? Like, do you trust the Falcons offense to keep up if the Buccaneers are scoring a bunch of points? No, not at all. Browns minus three, bad weather game in Cleveland. They, that should have some kind of a nickname here. I'm sure Aaron will come up with something great uh, and then we'll share it. Uh, it is going to be about who can run the football most efficiently. Since week four, Browns rank 14th in rushing success rate. The Jaguars are 28th. Number three, Bengals plus one. Hates a coming to recency bias when a backup quarterback is playing well, but YOLO. Jake Browning, the quick game, that will keep them up. And I do think they can lull uh, everyone else to sleep in terms of Browning getting to cost a couple of deep balls. And I think they'll do well there. Then Texans, I think we're in agreement here. Texans minus three and Mm. a half. Tank Dell news, uh, you know, may have had a slight uh, impact as far as the spread goes. Other injuries certainly have as well. Uh, But I still think that CJ Stroud can do just fine in this uh, spot here. 
Uh, they rank 30th in the NFL, uh, the Jets do, in defending the intermediate part of the field. Uh, so this big, bad Jets defense, uh, this might be just a bad matchup for them. I think C.J. Stroud can capitalize. And then finally, the 49ers, minus 10.5. San Fran is elite, passing out of condensed formations. They did it a lot in the last meeting against the Seahawks, and they will do it again. So 49ers, Texans, Bengals, Browns, and Bucks. that is my list. Welcome back to Becky Bell Bailey, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And um, I might push back on that. Uh, Who is that? Maybe all of it. Maybe all of it. I think maybe all of that research uh, is, uh, dare I say, balderdash. Uh, I, you know, not that I go out just a lot, but uh, definitely around Los Angeles, I certainly see plenty of young men who are... Uh, still trying to court uh, anybody and everybody they can. No. Uh, yeah. I don't see everybody on their phone uh, buried down trying to bet things. Uh, is that the experience? And and Aaron, uh, I, I do feel like that the betting public is a little bit more diverse uh, than maybe what was presented. Maybe. Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, so is she just implying that men are just sports betting they don't want to date they don't want to have sex like that just seems like an said. outrageous take yeah listen yeah. we need to get rid of I sports betting so men have more sex this is clearly what has to happen really and the rest of it yeah <laughs> it was like they're not interested in that so they're not interested in marriage so they're not interested in buying a house and therefore no. that's why the housing yeah. market is right. suffering or something because of sports bet it's insane yeah that was insane. But, I'm still kind of in Jake, shock. Jake, you're a young man who likes to bet. How are you doing? Jake's Jake's got a starting rotation. Dude's on the Jake's not betting anymore. And he's, this is what we've learned. I just put it at 200 to one home run leader. What are you talking about? He quit, yeah. he quit betting. Clearly, I'm in the trenches on just, both sides yeah. of this argument. We're good. What did you just <laughs> hit? Was it the Orioles? That was your big hit for uh, Gunnar Henderson. Division? I mean, Gunnar Henderson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Listen, you can have is... both. I don't know what this lady's talking about. You can do both. Hell of a Q4 Absolutely. for Jake Hassan. I will no. say. Yeah, I we're really betting. ending year strong here. I started yeah, betting this year to end. We were done with kids. So I'm like, okay. Done having sex. Now I can sports bet. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what happens. It's the dumbest thing. I'm done. But it's over. And some, and some of those stats she threw out there, yeah, they're out there. I don't know how accurate they are. Well, there are a lot of different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some, I have a feeling that some of these dudes that are saying they have no interest in dating, it's not really their choice, if I had to guess. Correct. Right. Oh, Correct. wow. There's that, too. And by the way, the relationship yeah. part, oh, she didn't mention the factor that dating apps have, that you can have right. relations without so having a relationship. Stupid. Yeah, what a moron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sports betting housing is causing market. all this. Really? Yeah, the housing, the housing market. market, all of the above. I, I'm Jeez, beside myself. Like I can't believe time. someone actually said this publicly. Yes, good times. Total buzzkill. Yeah. Good grief. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, well, when it comes to Thursday night football, as far as what the public is doing for this game, uh, I think the one that stands out to me, Chris Boswell over one and a half field goals at minus 125. 99% of the bets are on the over. He's got to make those field goals, number one. Uh, but I think everybody is just assuming it's going to be a, a low scoring game. I wonder, too, like if the public really does believe that Boswell is going to go over the one and a half, 
does that make the no touchdown props more appealing? Like, are we inching closer and closer to pulling the trigger on those? I have, for the first primetime game, I think all year, I have zero interest in looking. I didn't even look at touchdown score numbers. I Well, I did look at them. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the favorites, there were multiple players less than two to one. I'm like, this is ridiculous. For the total mm-hmm. in this game, to have guys like plus 165, you should have much better odds than that tonight. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you there. Uh, as far as prop I do like uh, for this game, I'm actually going to back George Pickens here. I think there are ways for him to have a monster outing. Longest gain over 18 and a half yards is one I like a good bit. Pickens anytime touchdown at plus 320. Granted, there may only be two touchdowns in this entire game, but I expect Pickens to have one of them. Look, I mean, a deep ball is probably how this is going to happen. I trust the Patriots defense enough in the red zone. So it's probably those vertical routes, those deep targets. That's probably how a touchdown or two gets scored in this game at all by the Steelers. So Pickens anytime touchdown, I think is good. And then what's a creative way to fade this Patriots offense? How about Ezekiel Elliott under 15 and a half receiving yards? He will Mm. not be asked to perform in the screen game. He will be running the ball a lot. Carries, I think, is a good way to look, but I also think he will not be a part of the passing game at all. So give me the under 15 and a half receiving yards for him, Joe. All right, and you led me to it. So uh, here we go. One of my lightning bets is Zeke over 15 and a half rushing attempts. So I agree with you. We're just picking out different bets uh, to attack uh, in in that area of the game. So I'm going over Zeke rushing attempts, and I'm going under on points. Under 30. I don't know. I doubt this. Maybe it goes up to 30 in the hook before we get to game time. Uh, But, yeah, I'm going under 30 in the game. May I have something where I have neither team getting to 10 points? Maybe. Maybe that's 14 to 1 if you're interested but it is funny, like in the back of my mind, anytime everyone is expecting a super low scoring game, boring, nothing's going to happen all time, all the time. Um, sometimes we get surprised. I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm still fine going under 30. And as far as the in-season tournament semifinals, I'm going over 33 and a half points for Giannis. He is going to dominate in the paint like he typically does. So under 30 in the game, Zeke over rushing attempts, Giannis over points. Love it. So I'm going to have a little fun. I was going to do a bunch of exact scores, but as I was mentioning, (laughs) uh, the app was telling me there was a technical error. So I saw saw that as a sign to just, just pass on that. But I do like any quarter to end scoreless minus 110 tonight. I think that's a fun way to bet it uh, besides the under. And speaking of unders, Pelicans, Lakers, I'm going to bet an alt under in the first half at 111 and a half. Even money. Cool. Nice. 
Paul? I feel like I have to do my thing. The defense What's bet? your thing? The defense your bet. Defensive like, isn't that how the Patriots last scored touchdown? tonight? Or first, last, anytime. I mean, Patriots are ten to one for an anytime touchdown, and I think that might be Ooh. the only way they score. Oh, uh, Trubisky. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trubisky. Uh, I do love the Zeke look. Like, like that, that makes sense. I mean, no, there's no Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, is there anyone else in the backfield? Like, would they? I think Zeke's got to be the guy. Um, mm-hmm. As far so, like that look would definitely not do the sixty, but fifteen and a half. I am good with that. Uh, all right, I'll do it. I guess I'll just do a defensive touchdown for each team. Um, okay, and that is eleven to one on the Patriots, and I believe it was like. Oh, I gotta pull it back up, but like six plus six fifty for the Steelers. Let's go. How is it that it's Pacers. only young men who are betting on sports? <laughs> well, is that the conclusion here? I'm stuck on that. Yeah, I'm still stuck on this. Yeah. She said it's all men. Mean- it's all young men. Yeah. Of course. It what is. defines yeah. young? I don't. Know. She may have met. Uh, what are you supposed to be? Like 18 post or college, tw- mid twenties, thirties. Like, say like the Jakes of under the world, thirty. But obviously, yeah. There's Big nobody name. else like me, buddy. There's only me. Maybe That's one of the reasons said. why it's hard for young people to buy a house is because houses are so darn expensive right now. Maybe that's no. a bigger problem. Good because they lost their money betting on sports. Mm. Seems but like so they don't want to date because dating's so expensive too. Like it's, you know, mm. it all, it all and then buy a house here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but uh, dating is way more expensive, uh, or going out more generally speaking, that's way more expensive than say like net losses and uncertain bets, things like that. Like one is, is clearly is it, more expensive than another activity. Are, are guys still expected to pay the first one? Even if like you meet on an app or something, I would. I mean, that's how yes. I usually rolled with it. I do. Yeah. Okay. But do your friends, Jake? You, you do, Jake? Uh, I wouldn't know. I'm literally the only single dude in my friend group. Well, I don't know. Mario oh. doesn't date anybody. He doesn't leave his house. So. Not your friend. Oh, they're talking yeah, about Mario. Mario. Oh no. He's he's saying he does pay. Oh. <laughs> so. Oh, he's Hi, in the room. Oh, he's here, yeah. Yeah, he hangs out there. I feel bad when I go in because I kick him out of the seat, which I don't mean to, but. Mm -hmm. Dude, Mario. Got any more big Dom jokes for us, Mario? Mario, go to Burton's place. (laughs) You'll be fine in Old Town. Just don't go to Cheesecake Factory. I hear women don't like that. You're better off. Cheesecake Factory. Or the Vig. Cheesecake Factory rocks. That? Enough, enough of the cheesecakes factory slam. Oh, oh no! Oh my no. God, that is not cheesecake factory rocks, dude. Jake spot. Stop it. Cheesecake Factory. I'm oh, just no, learning. Jake. This is where he takes his first dates. Here, no, here, I don't let's... do that. <laughs> let's... No, I famously, I famously take my first dates to a That's bar on trivia night, and then I see my ex before Madison out there, and then I sweat bullets. What does trivia, which trivia night matter? Are there some you're like, we're not going to that one? Uh, I mean, there's one I like more than others, 
that's generally more decent, and they have like decent like drink and food deals on that night. So no, I, I mean the topic. Out, but... I mean the yeah, topic the of trivia night. Oh, I don't know. I'm just I'm bad at trivia that. in general. I know wherever we're going, it's just gonna be we're getting last place. But you love it. Great trivia team <laughs> answer or team name. Nice answer. Where's the rest of it? I go with that all the time. It's great. That's wonderful. Thank you. Anyway. On that note, thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for The Daily Tip. Take care, everybody.